It's midnight at a liquor store in Texas Closing time, another day is done When a boy walks in the door and points a pistol He can't find a job, but Lord, he's found a gun We're back for yet another episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com. I am your host, Jeremy Brand, and we're going to get right into her. It's going to be a quick wham-bam-thank-you-ma'am kind of show. I'm not going to go over any of the news. If you want the news from the world of mixed martial arts in this past week, check out MMASucker.com. There's a ton of stuff up there, um, whether it's opinionated pieces, news, whatnot. We have one great guest for the show this evening. His name is Caleb Starnes. He's a local talent from Vancouver, BC. He was on the Ultimate Fighter back in the day. He's fought in the UFC. He's fought for some of the biggest organizations in the world. And now he's getting his chance at Titan FC to 28 to take on Dave Peewee Herman, who is also a former UFC fighter. Uh, Caleb Starnes started out his career at middleweight when he was on the Ultimate Fighter. He fought for the UFC as a middleweight fighter fighting Chris Lieben. He's fought Yushin Okami. But over the past little while, he's moved up to light heavyweight. He's had a tough time finding opponents. He's even fought at heavyweight. This fight against Dave Peewee Herman is a heavyweight matchup in front of a giant crowd at uh, Titan FC 28 at the end of April in Kansas. We're really looking forward to it. Hopefully you are too. So right after this, we'll be chatting with Caleb Starnes. If I drove a truck And I were a waitress And I ordered coffee And I poured you some Then you'd stop by on your way sometimes later And if we are wrestled, I'd see that you Please welcome back to the show one of Canada's best mixed martial artists and the latest signee to Titan Fighting Championships, Mr. Caleb Starnes. Thanks for joining me today, Caleb. Hey, it's my pleasure. Now, as I said, congrats. You have signed with Titan Fighting Championships, and congrats on finally finding a fight. Just sort of explain to our listeners why it took so long to get this fight with Titan FC and and everything you've gone through leading up to this. (laughs) Well... It turns out that it's uh, a lot more difficult to find a fight when you're winning consistently than it is when you're losing consistently. And uh, I've been trying to get a a fight every month. Like, I would have fought every month if I could since my fight in uh, July um, with Clay Davidson. And I've only been able to find one fight, and that was with Dwayne Lewis in Vancouver in, this, in uh, December. Um, for some reason, uh, you know, fighters either don't want to take a chance on fighting me right now in the light heavyweight division or there's uh, promoters that want to protect the guys that they have signed and so they'll refuse to, to let me have a match with them. And so really, the, of the four fights I've had, four of my last fights, only... One of them was uh, a fight that I actually trained for for a couple months and had notice. The rest of the fights were all taken on short notice, two weeks, three weeks, you know, um, because a lot of these guys just 
don't want to have a fight. And I mean, this fight that I took now, I was initially supposed to compete against Vinny Magalhães, and um, there was maybe uh, I don't know I don't understand the reason why they chose to go with Jason with uh, Brills, but they chose to go with Jason Brills instead. And then Vinny Magalhães pulled out, and I asked for the fight with Jason Brills, and instead of me getting Brills, I ended up with um, Dave Herman. And they gave the Brills fight to somebody else again. So I moved up to heavyweight and fight Dave Herman, just like I moved up to heavyweight to fight Tim Hegg. I just can't uh, seem to find many fights at light heavyweight right now. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's, uh, you, quite frustrating. No kidding. I, I I've seen on Facebook. There's been a few guys that have called you out. Um, obviously, you spoke Tim Hegg. He's called you out. He wants to fight with you. Um, I, I heard rumors yeah, he, swirling that, that Dwayne Lewis would like another match with you, but it seems like there's no promotions that will put on these fights. Oh, you know, let's let's talk about that for a minute. As far as the Tim Hag fight, Tim Hag uh, has gone on the internet calling me names and calling me out and saying he'd like a rematch and he would knock me out and so on. But he had a decent offer. I mean, the Canadian MMA scene, there's not a lot of money here. Um, he's 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 had an offer that was for three times what he just fought for in World Series of Fighting, and uh, he refused it. And he just had a fight with Lee Meng and done, done a training camp, and then he had uh, still three four weeks to prepare and turned down a fight with me at Five Star. And uh, I mean, he cuts to two sixty five. I'm two hundred and seven pounds right now. Um, I just had pneumonia and lost 16 pounds in uh, January. And he's turning down a fight with me. It's ridiculous. And I just had a fight um, turned down by Smilinho Rama or his camp for a, a, an event in Cranbrook. That, and again, there's another guy who I believe cuts to 265, refusing to fight me, and I'm 207 pounds, saying that it's too risky. And, I mean... You know, the list goes on and on. Dwayne, it was uh, uh, Nathan Swayze who got a hold of me. Nathan, coolest nickname in MMA, Roadhouse Swayze, <laughs> <laughs> um, got a hold of me and told me that Dwayne Lewis was that was wanting a rematch with me. So I, I put out, so for sure, certainly I'll give Dwayne Lewis a rematch. I'd love to fight Dwayne Lewis again. And then it came back that he doesn't want to rematch with me. If he wanted to rematch with me, he could have had me. Um, I was, I, I've been looking for fights. I can't find them anywhere. And a lot of these guys, they see talk and talk and talk. And then when it comes time to sign contracts, they don't want to sign contracts. They don't want to fight. And I mean, if the number one heavyweight in Canada won't fight me and I'm 207 pounds and he's cutting to 265 and he thinks it's too risky, that's, there's a problem there. You know, I mean, those two guys are going to be fighting coming up pretty soon here, I think, uh, Rama and Hag. And, uh, I mean, I mean, really, do, won't fight me. I'm 270 pounds, you know, <laughs> I'm 39 years old. And who, who are you? How can you, how can people rate him as number one when he won't even step in the, with uh, a light guy? 
you know. Now, yeah, you you said as you're going to be doing, you're going to be stepping up to heavyweight to fight Dave Pee Wee Herman. This guy's fought in the UFC before. You will be taking him on at Titan FC 28, which is a pretty big stage. It's live on uh, CBS Sports Network. Uh, this fight will be at heavyweight. You fought Tim Haig in the past at heavyweight. Was there any question at all when they offered you this fight? I mean, you said you wanted Jason Brills, which is a light heavyweight. Is that a, that's a light heavyweight fight? This one's at heavyweight. Um, was there yeah. any question at all? Um, no, I, I I jumped at the chance to fight this guy. Um, I I asked for uh, I asked for Jason Brills. I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to uh, to get the fight. I don't know why they chose to give it give it to uh, someone else. And uh, so I guess it was T.J. Linderman who pulled out of the fight for some reason. I don't I don't know what happened there. But I, originally, I think he was supposed to fight Herman, and so I stepped in to take his place. And you know, I'm happy for the opportunity to fight him and uh, just to get a fight. You know how hard it's been to get a fight? I've been trying to contact every major promotion of note in North America to get a fight, including, uh, like, Bellator. I offered to fight any light heavyweight that they had at Bellator for free and um, was turned down. So, I mean, it's not easy to get fights out there right now for me. Now, this will be your first time fighting outside of Canada since 2010. Does this excite you? sort of getting away from your home scene? You know, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I've been trying to get a fight at Battlefield um, for over a year. And for one reason or another, um, we haven't been able to put put anything together. He hasn't found an opponent, but he feels makes sense, in his words, to, for me to fight there. And uh, I'd love to fight more in Vancouver. I had a, I, I enjoyed fighting uh, in the last one there in uh, in December, and I'd love to fight here more often. I just can't find a promotion that'll give me fights here and find the opponents to fight. I'd be happy to fight. Now, you know, your last fight in December was against Dwayne Lewis at World Series of Fighting. Um, you picked up a giant knockout victory with the elbow. Uh, can we expect the same out of you against Herman? I know this guy doesn't like the jiu-jitsu game, and, and your jiu-jitsu is amazing. Um, but would you like another knockout highlight reel finish? Well, any um, any finish would be fine, right? And uh, just to be able to stop somebody who's a weight class above you and that big is uh, an accomplishment, right? I mean, I'm, I'd, be, I'd be happy with that. I think that, um, you know, my strategy is going to depend on, on him a lot, right? What is he going to come out there and want to do? And he's also a very good uh, wrestler, a good defensive wrestler, if you watch any of his fights. He's not the easiest guy to take down. So, so, so you've, you've been studying tape on this guy? Yeah, you know, I watched his fights before, and I think he's a, he's a good fighter when he comes in in shape and is prepared, and so I'm prepared to try and get ready to fight the best uh, Dave Herman eyes that uh, there is, right? <laughs> he he fought Noguera, I believe, in his last UFC fight. He blasts jiu-jitsu, as we said. He was able to to stay on the ground with, with Nog for about three minutes before Nog submit him. Are are you surprised? Do you think yeah. that this guy doesn't train jiu-jitsu? Or he, this is just one of his, his sticks? 
You know, I, I think uh, a large part of it is that I watched him submit a guy with uh, Uma Plata, and you never see that in MMA. You know what I mean? Not very often, especially with heavyweights. Yeah. But I just I watched him sub, sub a guy like that before. Um, I've seen him throw up uh, decent submissions more than once. I know he trains submissions. Everybody does. Of course, he's probably a pretty hard guy to submit, being 6'5", yeah. 240, 250, you know, um, long arms and a great uh, defensive wrestler. I mean, most jiu-jitsu guys probably can't even put him on his back. And, and obviously, like, I love jiu-jitsu. I've been training it for 20 years. And, well, the jiu-jitsu, when you're fighting in a gi and you're fighting a jiu-jitsu tournament, it's a lot different from a jiu-jitsu that works in MMA. Like, if you don't have good wrestling and good top game you can't uh you can't use your MMA. i mean you look at jock array jock array's great also a great wrestler but he had to really learn kickboxing box and really train his clinching off his off the strikes and everything before he really developed into a top mma fight, you know yeah and uh, that's the best grappler or one of the best grapplers in the world Mr. gracie uh, those guys dominating for years try to get into the ring and fight MMA and their their boxing and their kickboxing and their wrestling and clinching and all that isn't really tight. They they are usually aren't as successful, right? Damian Maya, I watch his fights and he comes out swinging a lot <laughs> a lot of his fights, you know, fighting like a boxer. So I think uh, he trains jujitsu. I think he's he's uh, good on the ground too i think he's going to be good everywhere now as mentioned you you have had a tough time finding fights that was mentioned numerous times throughout this interview with a victory against herman you'll be on a five fight winning streak titan's catching a ton of attention out there and is 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 really becoming a big promotion signing some big guys do you think this streak will help you land more fights this year you know i do i'm really hopeful it will um I'm hopeful that it'll get some promotions maybe to show interest in signing me. I've been, uh, you know, that's one thing too about getting fights is if they've got somebody that's signed and they want to build that guy up and, you know, uh, they'll, they'll often sort of protect that fighter from fights they might feel are risky style wise or whatever, right? For whatever reason. Um, so I think, this win will put me up there, maybe get get a little more attention. Hopefully, uh, if I can, especially if I knock, if I'm able to to finish Herman one way or another, right? I think that'll help uh, my cause. Um, I know Herman. I, I wrote an article about him when he first signed with Titan. He signed to a multi-fight <laughs> deal. Your fight is just a one-fight contract, correct? I mean, I'm not yeah. sure whether you can speak about that or not, but I'm sure it is. Are you looking for a promotion to sign you to a multi-fight deal? Um, you know, yeah, uh, I am, and I just want consistent. I just want consistent fights, you know. And maybe they're bringing me in. They could well be thinking, you know, they don't want me to fight Brills because I think maybe Brills signed a multi-fight contract too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, or or the other guy um, that Brills is fighting might have signed a multi-fight contract in place of Margulies. I know Margulies did. And uh, so maybe they're thinking they're just going to feed me into um, Dave Herman. I'm an undersized heavyweight. I'm in my division. I'm a light heavyweight. 
they signed Herman to a multi-fight contract and they didn't want him to maybe fight Lindemann or somebody with heavy hands because he's been knocked out a few times, so they think they'll give him a light guy. Maybe they think he'll walk over me. Yeah, because I know in the past you've said that you want to sort of, you know, play the field and fight as much as you can, but a multi-fight contract gets you consistency, correct? Seems like, it seems like that, you know? I mean, I don't know how a lot of these guys have done it in the past. Guys like Jeremy Horn, when you look at, if you take a look at Jeremy Horn's record, you'll see him fighting like every week, three, four times a month sometimes, two times a month, um, every month consistently for years like that. And I don't know how he did it. I can't get a fight anywhere. I'm, I'm, I've been trying to get fights all across uh all across Canada, all across the states. I've been putting myself out there to all these different promotions, and I can't find any. Unless Jeremy was fighting for five hundred dollars here and there, <laughs> I don't know. Well, with with a couple fights a month at five hundred dollars plus maybe a win bonus, you're still coming out on top. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of a risky lifestyle, though, Jeremy. Don't you think? Yeah, it I is. just roam from from town to town fighting the toughest guy in town for five hundred. <laughs> It's like a Charles Bronson movie from the 70s or something. Hard times. <laughs> oh, man. Now, with this fight just a couple weeks away, what's the one thing that you have to focus on, whether it's mentally, physically, being that this fight is on such short notice? Well, all you do is try to round out your game plan and um, drill and practice and get ready mentally. Mental preparation, psychological preparation is one of the most important things, especially as you get on the bigger shows and the crowds and audiences are bigger and the opponents are better. Being being in the right place mentally is is huge. It's the most important thing. Now you have to really want to fight. Definitely. Now if you have one message, this is the last question. If you have one message for promoters out there if they're listening to this show, what would that be? Don't let me fight your shine light heavyweights. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a bunch Caleb I, I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this um, all the best at the end of April and, and I can't wait to see you get back out there in the cage hopefully we see you more consistently in the future thank you very much Jamie alright so excited for this fight between Caleb Starnes and Dave Pee Wee Herman I, I know Caleb has all the talent in the world He's beaten a heavyweight, as he said, Tim Haig, in the past. He has an opportunity here to show that he is a true contender, not only at light heavyweight, but heavyweight. As he said, he's only walking around at 207 pounds. So if he's able to beat a legit heavyweight fighter in Dave Pee Wee Herman, hopefully Titan FC decides to keep him around and give him a shot at their light heavyweight division. Um, he would bring super highlight reel talent to that division, whether it's knockouts like he did in his last fight against Dwayne Lewis, or his jiu-jitsu skill, which is on top of this world at a black belt level. Um, he, he can get right in there with anybody. So I'm excited for this. The fight is at the end of April, Titan FC 28, live on CBS Sports. Um, and, and you can check it out at the end of the month so that was Caleb Starnes excited about that as I said at the beginning of the show no news for this show check out MMASucker.com for all the news there is no UFC this weekend there will be UFC next weekend as um, Minotaro Noguera takes on Roy Nelson UFC Fight Night 39 um, check that out I will be back next week with a fantastic show 
Um, I will give you some news then. Check out Sucker Radio on Stitcher, on iTunes, on TuneIn. Make sure you follow us, like us, comment, do all that other's jazz. Check us out. But with that, I'm going to let this episode drain its way out, and I'm out. I want to release this video. Your mayor has sold crap. It is what it is, and I can't change the past. Am I an addict? No. Have I tried crack? Yes. It's my mistake. I know I have no crack left. I know doing crack was wrong. Rob Ford. Folks, I'll do anything for more. Drunken stupors off the hall. Rob Ford. It's a fact. I smoke crack. I don't recall. I want to be high. And smoke now. I want to smoke a thousand pounds. The city has the best crack. What's the embassy, man? Cocaine, I'll explain. I love crack cocaine. It's my mistake, I know I have no crack left I know doing crack was wrong Rob Ford, my folks, I'll do anything for more I smoked a lot of it And thank the people for support It's disgusting, as I said before Rob Ford, I smoked some crack, 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 crack I smoked a lot of it I smoked crack, 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 crack I smoked a lot of it Your mayor should have smoked crack it is what it is, and I can't change the past. I don't even remember after some of the stuff that you guys see me, the state I've been in. That's a problem.